Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. Today's locker room talk topic was sex clubs, everything you need and want to know. We just got done recording it. And well, our resident dominatrix Lucy and Ruby, aka Deanna, are going to continue the conversation with me here on Patreon. We have a special topic that happened just today. Ruby, aka Deanna, who is an Olympian when it comes to squirting on stages, just had her first sexting chat experience today which is fucking crazy and i was like she texted me so she took her dirty little fingers and texted me about it after she was done sexting and uh, i said oh my god we need to share this with our patreon listeners so before we kind of head back over to the sex club topic we want deanna to dish all i've been waiting too long so deanna you got fucked. You got finger fucked online. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've sexed before, like through text message. This was through Facebook Messenger, which, and it, it kind of, I wasn't, it wasn't where the conversation was going. How did it when, go? Go ahead. So I was just talking to my friend. And, um, we were kind of, I have a question. What gender can I ask uh-huh. genders? Let's ask genders. Oh, uh, she is, she, she is a cis female. All right. Go ahead. Um, she is bi. So we were just talking about what we're doing today. Um, we have been talking about maybe reconnecting and hanging out. Uh, we haven't really seen each other in a while. Um, it just kind of because we had some great chemistry uh, when we last were together. So as we were talking, I was telling her that I really need to get in the shower. Um, and then she said, thinking about that's hot. And I was like, oh. And then, of course, I started getting turned on. Cause I was like, <laughs> oh. And so um, I was like, well... I was thinking that I might need to have my little friend come with me in the shower today because I haven't came in a while and I might need some release. And so that got her going. And she's like, tell me about this. So I sent her a picture <gasps> Wait, of, um, my, <clears throat> of my little vibrator that I used mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hour. Um, and, and then, uh, she, I forget what she said, but the sexy talk continued. And then I said, you know, I don't think I'm going to make it in the shower. <laughs> and Wise. Um, smart move. Smart move. And so I uh, got on my bed that I'm sitting on now. Oh, boy. And um, <laughs> I was very wet. Like, I tell you. So... The last time I saw this person, we had, like, a date. And just the 
energy between us was it's just was amazing. And so I I will admit I have thought about her while I've masturbated many a time. Did you tell her that? Yes, she knows. <laughs> um and so I proceeded to masturbate. She said she really wished that she was the vibrator. Mm-hmm. And um, she asked, um, you know, if she was the vibrator, what would she be doing now? <laughs> so I was not able to use my fingers to text. I was a little. So I did the the voice <gasps> message. Bold. I know, right? What was I thinking? Fancy. Bold. I like it. Um, and that just, oh, that sparked things on the other side. Yeah. And so, um, it was a, it was a great experience. Uh, I got done and I said, well, I really need to get into the shower now. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And she was all, that was really fun. I'm like, yes, it was. Oh, sexting. But adding the voice piece is so... I can't believe I did that. Like, because, you know, I'm not not able to talk. Like, I don't sound sexy. Oh, I don't mean that. I'm sure you do. You're out of breath. You can't talk. That's sexy. But, but yeah. So, there we go. Good job, you. Yay, yay. For Ruby. Yay. And I bet it will happen again. And now I bet, like... Oh, I know it will. <laughs> a new discovery was made of this activity. Yay. Well, we used to sext, you know, through text message, hmm. like, five years ago. Um, but the Facebook Messenger thing was different because of that whole voice thing. Like, you can send a voice message instead of texting. And hmm. I can't believe I did that. But I did. <laughs> I am so happy. You are like glowing. FaceTime is next. Oh man, I've never done that. I've never done video. Um, I've never done video sex. It's really fun. Oh, have I done it? (gasps) I think I, that's not true guys. I just realized I have. Fuck. What's scary is I forget this shit because I actually have that on my bucket list, but I did do it. Fuck it. It must have been right before my last relationship. It was with somebody who I had, um, hadn't seen in, I don't know, it'd been like a year and a half and he just happened to connect with me. It was right before my last relationship. So almost two years ago, maybe a little over two years ago, I did do the video. I can't believe I did that. Oh, I can take that one right off my fucking bucket list. <laughs> I mean, it's really fun. It is. I Why think, wouldn't you do it? Uh, you've got to be in the right place, though, right? Like, I mean, you got to feel really good about your body. You've got to, I don't know. I think right now, like, maybe it's just in this frame of mind. I'm not in, like, I'm not yet in a place where I feel mm-hmm. like I'm still in the post-breakup space of, um not being ready and it's it's yeah it's kind of frustrating because i'm so i don't know if you guys have been following but um 
I did talk about how a week, how leading up to my breakup, I put it in my video diary, uh, my the one that I put up in Patreon, uh, leading up to the breakup, I had gotten to the point where it was taking me 40 minutes to fucking come when I was alone by myself. I don't know what was going on, but a week after my breakup, I started, I'm, I'm like having like 10, 15 minute orgasms and I'm horny all of the time. But it's interesting because I'm not horny. It's not like, oh, I need to go out and get fucked horny. It's like, I need to have an orgasm horny. And those are two very different sensations. Like they sure are. Uh, right now I just need orgasms. Like I want orgasms. Like I could, I had an orgasm this morning and right now I could get off of this and I could go have another one. And I don't know what it's, it's all about, but it's fascinating to me, but I'm not in a place yet where I feel like super sexy and want people doing things to my body necessarily. I think it is a safety feature almost, especially after a breakup, because all those hormones are, I mean, when you were having sex with your ex person, all those hormones were coursing through your brain, making you feel, feel good. And now you're, you're by yourself. So you're trying to recreate that thing, but now it's focused on you instead. Yeah. So it actually will, will would help with the breakup because you are retraining your brain to just focus on yourself yeah. instead of a different person. I know I used to be the kind of person that was like, after a breakup, go fuck someone. What was, what is the saying? It's like uh, get, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. I I don't know, guys. I don't think so. I don't, think so. I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, me t- neither. Tell me your thoughts, Ruby. Uh, yeah, I think the best way to get over a breakup is exactly what um, you're talking about is just focusing on yourself uh, emotionally and physically. Um, yeah. Pleasuring yourself. Uh, I mean, it's not, I don't need a partner to have a great orgasm yeah. and get all of these endorphins and that high. Um, mm-hmm. So... And it just, it's, I think it's self-care. Yeah, it is self-care. And I'll tell you what, this conversation, uh, listeners, if you have not uh, tuned in, well, you're probably going to get this before um, the Sex Club podcast comes out. Um, but I do think, I, I do think that I'm going to enjoy being, we have a, a night just so you guys know, we have a night out planned at a sex club um, that we're posting in our bisexual women's group coming up. I do think even though I don't know that I'm ready to <clears throat> be banging people, I think it's fun to go to the sex clubs and be in a sexual environment and start, you know, it's like it's like dipping my toe in the water of sexiness again. Um, and, I, and I think that was one of the things that we did talk about in the podcast about sex clubs. Like you don't have to fuck when you go there. You can just go there to sort of generate some sexy energy and to feel sexy and to feel wanted. Inevitably, somebody will like give you the eye or, you know, just watching other people have sex. So, um, yeah, I think uh, that's all part of my sexual healing. I'll tell you what, though. I'm definitely looking forward to the day when I'm ready to because all the masturbating I'm doing, I've gotten some dirty fucking thoughts going. Like, I'm like, man, when I'm like feeling better, I'm going to go fucking ape shit. (laughs) Why not? 
Why not? It's on the horizon out there somewhere. But um, so anybody have a crazy sex club story you want to share just with our Patreon people? Crazy. We'll be right back. My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget forget to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the lady bye for toe curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. I think my favorite was when we, you and I were there. (gasps) Yeah, you know what? We have not sh- shared that publicly. This is a good place to do it. So, Lucy. Yeah, and we found that couple. Mm-hmm. So, Lucy and I, um, uh, and we've alluded to this on, again, this is going to be exclusive information for the Patreon people. Lucy and I have had a thing. Uh, we don't even name it, but we definitely started out just kind it of. Just exists, leave it. Yeah, right. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> you're all probably wondering what she does to me you will not find out today um but this was years ago we went to Pravada. we went to Pravada. it was just and i think we got in as two single gals so we got a decent price so we went in as two single gals and on the way in we saw that couple do you remember we actually saw mm-hmm. the couple on the way in. It was a married, I, I assume, man and woman. The woman was so, adorable. Yeah. And Lucy and I were still, I think you and I are really still kind of new to feeling all of the bisexual stuff out and meeting people and uh, mm-hmm. because we were kind of timid. And we spent the night dancing and we really weren't, <clears throat> not, not much was happening except for between you and I. And, mm-hmm. oh, you did dance that night, Lucy. You danced in the cage and people were, you oh, were, oh, you were sexy as fuck. And I remember people Thank were, you. like, because some <laughs> dude told me how lucky I was. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll own when? that. Um, <laughs> and and then I don't even remember how it happened. We ended up, I'm do you sure remember either. how I we started talking? They, I think they kind of got closer to us and mm. then we just kind of started chatting. And then yeah. I think the woman was a sculptor. God, she was cute. Some kind. She was cute. And... Um, yeah, and they, you know, they approached us, and and we were like, "All right, you seem neat." So, oh gosh, remember we couldn't find a private room at all. We tried, so we, we had tried. to up level it. We had to up. So we did. We had, we had to go up a level, and then we, we went, went to the, to the public yeah. space area. And I don't know, were there even people around us? We, you know, I can't quite recall. I do. So we went up to the mezzanine, the sexiest spot in the house, and the only place we could find was in the room where there's all of these beds, one next to each Mm -hmm. other. And this is a beautiful space. So this is like, I I will say if it were to have happened anywhere, it was in sort of the sexiest space. These are beautiful beds with luxury sheets. And um, Mm. there wasn't, I don't think 
anyone was right next. We were in the corner. It was the one that was left. Yeah, we were. If anyone was next to us, it, they weren't close. Um, and so no. the four of us, did did we have a toy there? Why am I remembering? Absolutely, because a- I totally brought toys. You obviously. did. You brought the I magic I had like wand. three orgasms that night. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> you brought the magic wand. Yep. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's so funny. This is all so fuzzy in my memory. I think that's one of the things is when you enter into a sexual situation like this, for me at least, I get mm-hmm. so like out of body experience that sometimes totally. I don't remember the details well, which sucks. Me neither. Ass. I remember it was fun and the lady was adorable. I think she we made cute. her come at least three or four times as well. But oh, she, she was, was pretty much a puddle of bliss. I mean, let's <laughs> be honest. We were spoiling the fuck out of her. And he... We were. And I he, think that was kind of the point because I think she was still timid on the mm-hmm. sexy women type situation. I think her husband was all like, go, they seem cute. Right. Go get fat. Yeah. I mean, he joined us a in some bit. manner. But yeah, uh-huh. actually, and back to the notion of consent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were... You were I mean, single sort of. I, mean, I was yeah. single, yeah. Yeah. And um, I was not, and I uh, have not uh, inquired with my companion mm-hmm. if that was okay for me to have mm-hmm. sex with a gentleman. Um, and since that was not, obviously, I I would have probably, if I asked and if I knew that was going to happen, I would have been allowed to do so. And I took one for the team. Uh, I fucked my, around with him some. You did. <laughs> but yeah, he did. In Even in the weird pile of sex, mm-hmm. I don't think that, when I said, no, I'm sorry, this is not something I can do, he was super respectful. Like, he didn't, I don't even think he touched me once. Oh, he did not get off. He did not get off that night. The rest of us got off. I mean, we gave him, I mean, that's not I, a I, mean I definitely gave him a little <laughs> attention, but we, it was definitely a female puddle and he got to it be was. on the periphery. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of was the point of their outing as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, he was super respectful. Like, I, I swear, I don't think he even touched me one time. Yeah, no, he was very. I think we, I think we gave us a, he gave us a hug or whatever at the end of it all. But yeah, it was. Do you remember the notion of safety and whatnot? It's it's. Yes. Pretty safe. It is. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember uh, we shut the place down because they were cleaning up. The cleaning people were coming in and we were still <laughs> fucking around and we had to stop the cleaning people were coming in with all the nice sheets. Like, I am. <laughs> Something ridiculous. Yeah, that was a was fun, fun, a fun, fun, fun experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was it. It was three women and a dude. Some guy over there, we didn't really pay attention to. <laughs> and yeah, I guess that goes back to we had the conversation about oh, wow. about sex club, like being like being watched and knowing other people were around. In my memory, there was nobody else around. That's no. how it played out in my head. Yeah, same. I don't remember any, even if there was something sitting, generally Cindy watching. But also I think that was the, another reason why I think no one was watching or pretty sure no one was watching. That was the group section only. So yeah. you could only enter as a group. Like you can't randomly show Singles up as one person to yeah. watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, that's, that is the special section that they have as well, where you're like, nope, this is just groups. If you're a group, you can come in. If you're uh, just fucking watching around there's shit downstairs you can watch enjoy <laughs> yeah that was a good night mm-hmm. what about you fun. ruby you must have some good experiences um the I olympics <laughs> the olympics um <laughs> actually i i want to say my favorite experience was it was like maybe the second or third time i had gone to tbr 
and they it was schoolgirl night. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast or not, but I know if I have, I just touched base on it. Um, so there was a, a regular couple there, and uh, they were in a uh, master-slave relationship. And um, he was dressed up like a priest, and she was, you know, a Catholic schoolgirl. And he had this metal ruler. Uh, he also uh, was a dom and did impact play and stuff. And so I was looking really cute. I had my little blouse and it was open with my boobs sticking out. And we went over and said, hi. And he looked at me. He says, I think you have been a very naughty girl. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, duh. And he's like, I think it's those tits that's making you so naughty. And um, I'm like, what are you going to do about it? He's like, I think you need to be have a smack. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so he just kind of did a light one. And I was like, ooh. So I popped my boobs out. And he's like, you want more? I'm like, yeah. And he just kept whacking. I was like, harder, harder. And then he like started kind of thumping my na- my nipples with the metal ruler. And I was loving it. And he could tell I was just wanting it more and more. Um, and when we got done, my nipples were bleeding. Oh, my God. Wow. Whoa. Now, the, the the interesting reaction across it. So first of all, A, we've said it before, I'll say it again, Ruby has giant fucking tits. B, she does. L- Lucy seems very pleased by the story. <laughs> Me, my both of my nipples, shot. both of my nipples just receded into my body. <laughs> oh, it was, and that was the first time I I realized that, wow, impact play, that's, that's my thing. Um, and I didn't even know, I was, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just take off my bra at this point. So I took it off and I actually had blood oh, wow. through my, from my nipples coming through my white shirt. And my friend said, um, you're bleeding. I'm like, <laughs> what? And I was like, oh, but, uh, Yeah. That's that a wild is, night. Oh, that was wild party. Was just great. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you actually have sex with these people, or it was just the impact play no. that you enjoyed? I nice. No, I did not. He he. It just and you know throughout the night, I would you know stop and say I've been naughty again, <laughs> and either I would stick my chest or my butt out, and he mm-hmm. would give me a whack with the ruler. Um, nice. And it was. And that's a that's a great thing. So with impact play, like it's not I don't think it's necessarily like about sex. Um not at I all. Didn't, I didn't have any sexual attraction to him. I didn't want to fuck him. He didn't want to fuck me. Like it just um he enjoys giving the pain. I enjoy taking the pain. Um and that's what I think a lot of people kind of don't understand uh, about 
that scene is they think, oh, well, everyone's fucking everyone. Well, no. Uh, when I have someone cane me, I'm not having them cane me because I don't have sex with them. I'm having them cane me because I have a need. I want to be caned. Mm-hmm. And they enjoy filling that need. Um, but it has, there's no emotional attachment there. There's like, you know, um, and I think that was hard for um, my husband to like realize when we first, when I first introduced him to that, is that it, it had nothing, it was not about an emotional, romantic, or sexual attraction. It was more about, it was, it's just the same thing as me fingering myself. Only instead of my fingers or a vibrator, it was someone that either had a paddle, a cane, a ruler, a mm-hmm. whip, whatever. Um, so I think, yeah, a lot of people don't get that. Right, right. And, and also. Yeah, it's a release of just endorphins, but in a different way. Right. Not and, necessarily sex related. And also it's kind of like, it's cool that you can go to sex clubs and find someone to fill that need and someone that you're not going to necessarily have to have an ongoing relationship with. Like, how are you going to meet someone like that? Other, I mean, you can go on different websites, I suppose, but it's kind of nice just to go somewhere where you meet someone in person, where you can do that face-to-face consent and know mm-hmm. um, if that's what you want to do or not, you know? Well, and, and my partner was not comfortable, like, doing that. They were not comfortable using a paddle or a cane on me. And so this was a way that I still had that kind of itch scratched um, without them having to do something they were not comfortable with. And it made sense because, you know, of, of certain history and stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah. So if if you are into impact playing, your partner is not going to a kink night is a great way for you to kind of have that kind of desire you have fulfilled. Your partner gets the pleasure of watching you in the euphoria it causes. Um, so mm-hmm. it's great for both of you. Yeah, exactly. And if your partner is not into it at all, they don't have to join you. And then you still get your needs met. And then, yes. um, and, and then you know, you're happier for it. I mean, right. there's, a, there's so many Reddit threads and stuff. Because um, I, I follow a number of them on BTSM and Gentle BTSM and like a number of these sexy things. And God, you don't know how many questions there are about like, hey, how do I bring this up to my partner? Or, uh, and oh. Up, and now we're getting a divorce <laughs> I'm just like oh no <laughs> so I mean all these things and I, I feel like in those situations for some of those people it could be a way to do it and it's not a sex thing so their partner might be a little more um, allowing for such a contingency you know yeah like instead of like I can't hit you but fine go to a sex club Some have someone else hit you don't have sex with anyone come back be satisfied great yeah. you win 
I think, and I, the thing I like about sex clips too is it gives um, the opportunity to, um, you know, a lot of people are in relationships and they're kind of afraid of like, oh, like back to the threesome we talked in in the podcast about how um, sex clubs are a great place for unicorn hunters, people in relationships who want to find a third to find a third. Because one thing I hear a lot from people is like, oh, they're afraid, like they don't, you know, they're literally just looking for that threesome experience. They don't necessarily want someone who's going to then like, you know, be involved in their relationship. And I think sex clubs really give people the opportunity to explore things without the fear of permanence, right? You go to the club, you have sex with somebody, it's consensual. And there is no commitment in that moment to see, you know, there's no like, we're going on a date to get to know each other. It's like, we're all coming to the sex club to choose to fuck around. You know that that's what it is. If you decide to stay in touch afterwards, fine, but that's optional, and it's not creepy or shitty thing to do to someone because it's what everyone's there for. For You know what I mean? Like every, nobody goes to, oh, I would hope, nobody goes to a sex club hoping to find the love of their life. I hope not. That would be, I mean, that would be some really, <laughs> that's some damage if that's what you're doing. You need to, right. you know, maybe go to a therapist, but. Um, Probably. Uh, I mean, but if, I mean, so, there's been situations where you, people have happened to meet someone that, but that wasn't their intention, but. But going, they happened to meet someone and they connected and then they ended up, you know, seeing each other outside of the sex club. And I mean, I know a couple that ended up married and they met at TBR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely would say, you know, my last relationship, we didn't meet in a sex club, but it it really grew out of like a a compatible sexuality. So I think that that is something that can happen. Um, But anyways, guys, we are now up to a half hour. Um, So probably good. (laughs) Yeah. So listeners, we're going to wrap it up. We've just got done recording a show. We've given you some extra information that we have not shared publicly and will not. I want to thank you all again for supporting um, the show by being a member. Um, Bring your friends on board for uh, membership perks. Consider leveling up depending on what your level is at. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot more stuff to come soon in the next month or two. We'll be doing trying to work out some live streaming stuff and live chat stuff. So stay tuned and thank you again for uh, hanging out with us. So until next time, we'll see you in the locker room. Cheers. Cheers. Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous brawn panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.